Good morning, babes. I'm finally home at my piano. I got to meet a bunch of you in Cleveland and Chicago. Everybody. Hello everybody. Oh yeah, Bearju, how was uh how was Jordan Peterson? You got to see him live, right? Wife is adorable, says a lot about you. Oh. You're talking to me. Well, thank you. She is quite an adoring adorable woman. It's good to be home. I just uh yeah, I performed Saturday night, uh two shows, and I drove the, the 15 hours home. I got to get home just in time for dinner and to play with my with my awesome family. Here's a picture that I did. Uh, just did a tweet. It's pretty funny. But uh, <laughs> it's my family uh, having a blast on the couch. Look at all those healthy dogs. And I just said, watching Schindler's List with the family. I hope uh, I hope the Jewish bears get a kick out of that one. Look at all those dogs. It's pretty hilarious. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. I got some uh, some pics and some stuff to talk about here. Oh, I was looking for this picture earlier, and I saw this tweet I did a while ago. This is in 2015, but it's a great quote. I heard it from Dan Carlin originally. History is the sound of silk slippers going downstairs and wooden shoes going coming up. And that's Voltaire. It's a translation. If we keep acting like pussies, we're effed. Los Angeles. October 2015. That's a great quote. It's, uh, you know, the Ar Arabs have a similar parable. I can't remember it, but it was like work. It was like something about their sleeves. It was like work shirts to, I can't remember it, but basically there's three generations from uh, farms to, to Lamborghinis and then back to farming again. <laughs> that uh, you got to stay hungry. Too much silk. Too much silk ruined uh, the cons. Genghis Khan, his 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 grandson Kublai Khan was facing this so much that when Genghis was alive, he used to have his army live in the steppe at least four months a year, so they didn't quote unquote become Chinese, which was having too much wealth that came from um, farming. He wanted them to stay hungry. Like even by the time Genghis Khan uh, died, he would still have robes made out of rats because he and he was the richest man in the world at the time. And he knew that if you let too much silk in, and I think that's a metaphor for, I think that's why soy is such a funny and, and true metaphor because it's funny. Like soy boy is funny, but it's also kind of true that soy is almost like the silk that will take our civilization down. That, that just this fancy, tasteless, propagandized bullshit that people eat instead of real meat now because they're, they're just so soft. And um, there's always, I think one of the reasons people are a little scared of the Muslim hordes from other co uh, countries, one, obviously the rapes, but two, you can see a lot more hunger in their eyes. Like there's real masculinity coming out of some of these uh, countries is as horrifying as they seem sometimes. And, and you put them next to Skylar from the country club and it's just, no, there's no match. You know, I, I think that a lot of people aren't even having enough children to replace themselves. And you'll have some of these people coming in from other countries that have like 10 kids and just don't adhere to PC soy bullshit. And you're like, oh, man, we got to get a little stronger. 
or else there's always there's always uh tribes circling wealth always same with rome and i was uh debating a lot of people on twitter recently about culture versus race because be now it, it seems like there's this growing idea of uh of race realism and people talk about uh you know iq and all this stuff and and i i think a lot of it's nonsense i think that uh there is bell curve differences and all that stuff, but it really doesn't matter. Because if you know history, you know it has nothing to do with race. The Germans were the Muslims of Rome. Like they used to call them barbarians. They used to, it was all the same terminology. It was the hungry horde outside of the walls of wealth. And the Visigoths, the Ostagoths, the, the Huns, Attila the Hun. The Huns were a uh, tribe. And they were white as, as a baby's ass. They had... Uh, like almost white eyes, like pale gray eyes and just long blonde hair. And the, and people would, would write about these people and they would, uh, they would be almost nude in the snow. They would, they would bathe in icy rivers. Like if they retreated, their own women would kill them. You know, they were these, uh, and they were seen as giants. Who knows how tall they really were, you know, cause some, some archeologists, say that Vikings were only like 5'11 to 6 feet tall. But back then that was just so insane because most men were like 5'3 because of malnutrition. But um, it's a, it's a, it is a culture issue. It's about hunger, you know, because the, the Germans were seen as dumb. They were, they were enslaved. They were enslaved by Rome, especially sexual slavery with children. They used to uh, uh, treat them like angels. They used to say these are the angels and they would just own them with, with uh, chains. So... When you know enough about history, you know that it's a it's a turning door. And, you know, because there was a time when, when Genghis Khan took out, uh, what, what city was that? It was uh, Babylon or one of those cities. It was a, a Muslim stronghold. Like back then, the Muslim city was seen as the, the opulent, uh, educated, learned, civilized thing. And, and they said that the rivers first ran red with blood and then black with ink that they pretty much in the 13th century, I think, they crippled their civilization so devastating. Like, it was so devastating what the, what the Genghis Khan and the Mongolians did. Hang on one second. I got to let him in the dog. Here. That, uh... Come here. We're getting here. Good boy. It was, uh, it was so devastating. <clears throat> it was so devastating that, that some say they never recovered. That, that that was, like, the thing that really kept a lot of that area in true... Uh, and and this like barbarian state ever since that uh yeah the rivers ran black with ink think about how that's even more horrifying than blood because it's like all their history was just hey georgie boy you're a good boy george i just thought that was something that we could kick it off with i saw another picture this got me a little emotional not emotional but this is how i always want to remember los angeles i remember that night just outside the improv, and it was just, um, it was a beautiful night, and that place used to be my home, that, uh, that improv, the comedy club there, I, I started there when I was 23, and uh, just moved my way up the ranks until I was headlining, you know, I was headlining there even before I was getting, uh, even before, Adam Sandler put me in Chuck and Larry when I was 26, and even before that, I had a headlining spot there because I was there every single night. And I was like, I would start my own shows. Like I would, I started a midnight show Saturday because there was eight o'clock, 10 o'clock and there was no midnight show. So I saw that as an open niche. 
And uh, man, I had some good times there. Real good times. But there's no real going back because it doesn't exist the way it used to. Probably a lot like Babylon. Come here, Georgie. George, come. Come, George. Good boy. Good boy, buddy. Good boy. Yeah, like Tiffany Haddish is crushing right now. Here's me and Tiff um, doing Why Didn't They Laugh two years ago. That's only two years ago. And now she's in all these movies. And I'll tell you something. It's really good to see people like that succeed. Because Tiffany was a hustler. She was at the improv all the time. Just uh, just get doing sets, crushing, treating people with respect. You know, just a beautiful person. And, and you know, it's the opposite of Justin Trudeau. Like Justin Trudeau, every success he has, I want to take it from him. But people like that really, really... Because I keep seeing her in the news. Hang on, I'm wanting George out. George is restless. George, I'm going to let you out, but don't fall out the door, okay? George, come here. Come on. Go on, play with the other dogs. Hey, John, play with George. All right, what else do we want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I just love that picture. Coming home after driving 15 hours was awesome. And the shows this weekend were great. If anyone knows Delaney's info, tell him to get me that that footage he shot because the, on Saturday night there was some really awesome moments. Cause I had gotten uh, my show got canceled at Merritt school of music in Chicago. And so we've, we got another venue and sold out uh, even more shows, which was awesome. But I just started like, I was, I was just, you know, I was, I was just jamming. Uh, the crowd got so excited. Cause I was like, they won't let me play to music school. And I just kept going hard. And at the end, I was just like, fuck you. And and I like like mid-show standing ovations are so insanely exciting. Because it was so obvious their hypocrisy that they literally wouldn't let me perform at a music school because of hate speech that doesn't exist. Someone made this, I thought this was hilarious. Bob Ross. My pronoun is Justin Trudeau is a fag. Uh, Obama's a snake. He did this tweet. I can't believe people are saying stuff like this. Barack Obama said, Michelle and I are so inspired by all the young people who made today's marches happen. Keep at it. You're leading us forward. Nothing can stand in the way of millions of voices calling for change. I just tweeted, hopefully the Constitution will. Because they're, they're using children to push an insane agenda. And... I've caught Obama lying so many times on gun statistics that I know he's a liar. He's not just he's not just um, innocently making these mistakes. Like any time you hear politicians quote gun statistics, but they use suicides in their statistics, they're intentionally lying to push an agenda. And I have no tolerance for that. That's why I was just going hard at people on uh, on on this gun control. I was like, oh yeah, homeowner. You can't have a, a detachable magazine from your gun, but Saudi Arabia, have some fighter jets. It's just, it's madness. And just resist it on every level always because they, they do, like gun control is gun confiscation and there's no reason for it. There's no statistics to back it, none, that it works at all. I'll read you something someone from Brazil wrote me because Brazil is having the opposite thing happen right now where Brazil has such a high murder rate. I talked about this last episode, so I won't go too deep into it, but they have such a high murder rate that, and they have like, you can't buy a gun until you're 25. And even then you need all this stuff to get one. 
And so they're they're fighting. The people are now fighting to get guns back because they they don't have secure borders. And the major factor isn't race. It, it appears to be race sometimes, but that is because uh, there's the biggest factor is a, a border security for for uh, for uh, for countries. Because if you look at Chile, Chile has a great country right now. Chile's doing great, and it's because they have strong borders. Uh, like Poland never had strong borders. That's why they've experienced such horrific, such a horrific history of just murder and um, the takeover by authoritarian regimes. They have no natural land barriers. Like Switzerland has great uh, natural barriers. Poland doesn't. But now Poland, that's why they're not taking shit from anybody anymore. Because they saw what happened when you let too many people in. Look at Rome. I can't relay that enough. Read Rome. It was like the the the, the hordes, the illegals, were as the whitest people in it, in Europe, and they sacked Rome like Attila the Hun. Like the the goth. Like when you say Gothic, that was a, a those were tribes. Ostagoth, Visigoth, and these dudes were just, I mean, brutal. But pretty awesome though. They had huge mustaches. I mean, they sounded kind of hilarious. Oh, the Vatican pissed me off. Oh, I did this. This tweet got a decent amount of debate going on Twitter. I said, the Vatican is to Christianity what Hollywood is to art, a perverse irony of what it claims to represent. And, you know, a lot of Catholics follow me on Twitter, and we added, we started debating. You know, this one dude said something pretty hilarious that he wants, he was a bear too. And uh, he was like, I'm Catholic, and, and I, I want to defend the mother church violently. And, and I was like, okay, I got your point, bud. I get it. I respect that. But I just, I think that people have to separate the politics of the Pope and the people of Catholicism. Like I'm not attacking Catholics or their faith, but the Vatican is a political entity. And the Pope, on Palm Sunday, Pope urges youth to raise their voices. And this has to do with guns. This does not have to do with uh, being molested. I just think that it's kind of like how I criticized Trump the other day for that, that spending bill. It's like criticizing the leader does not make you not American. In fact, that's what America is based on. It's the same with uh, being Catholic. Like, you don't have to like that pope. And, and uh, with his big boner hat and his golden toilets and his big uh, Vatican walls, it's, it's technically a nation state. And he has a, a Swiss, the Swiss guard. He has his own army. Show me in the Bible where it says any of that shit. And I have a lot of respect for the Catholic Church for maintaining um, for maintaining Christianity during the Dark Ages. And, and it still does some great stuff. Like my family all went to uh, church yesterday for Palm Sunday and, you know, had a great time. And I think that the tradition of it is awesome. And, and I have nothing against um, community churches if they're run properly. But I think the Pope is just a dick. Like I think that this Pope is really says some absolutely insane stuff. Like he, he's a globalist that, that, uh, and he's anti, uh, self-protection. He's, he's, he's pro-abortion. I mean, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that. And he wears a big boner hat. He has a hat that looks like a boner. I, I think it looks like a giant soybean. This was in the news. And then I'll play some music and, uh, read your super chats and all that stuff. But, uh, and I also want to talk about the title. It says the Achilles heel. I want to talk about some really interesting stuff I learned about the Nazis and, uh, Rome. 
because I was just on a, I was on an audiobook bender, and then I found Dan Carlin as another podcast now, which is great because Hardcore History only comes out like twice a year. So he has this other one called Addendum, that's fascinating. He just did an interview with this four-star general that was awesome, and then this other one about World War One's uh, army versus World War Two's army. And who was actually a stronger army? And he 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 said that World War One Germany was a stronger army, and I totally agree with him. Like Nazism wasn't a weakness; it wasn't a strength. Ideology is a weakness always, and and the Nazi ideology. And he talked specifically a lot, a lot about Hermann Göring, and how he's one of the worst military leaders in the history of the world, and uh, and that a lot of that that one-on-one loyalty and that commitment to like this idea that got Hitler so much power so quickly made so many of his uh, military strategies so bad after like you really do need people that are good at their job. And and Hermann Goring was a cross-dressing weirdo that was addicted to morphine because he was a World War I fighter pilot. And, uh, and just, England actually made the decision to not try and kill Goring because they felt it was better he was there for them because he was so bad at it. He also ran the German economy. Just a random guy that dressed up like a woman a lot. And a lot of the German army in World War II um, just hated Goring. Like they would say shit about Goring that would potentially have gotten him executed. And Hitler said, you know, he said that he couldn't. He was that he was just so committed to his guys, which I respect, but it was like such a downfall. And you see that now with this uh, this leftist ideology. It's it, that's why it's only a matter of time until the the Netflixes of the world fall, and the universities are already falling. Attendance is tanking because you can't go, you can't commit to a, a bad ideology over reality. Like what reality is telling you. You know, like Netflix claims they didn't switch the thumbs up, thumbs down, that they were going to do it anyway. But but Amy Schumer's special had like under 10% thumbs ups. And and then miraculously, it was just changed like a week later. Think about all the specials on Netflix that it would just be like almost all thumbs downs. Like people are like, no, 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 no. And they're like, well, no, we have to commit to this nonsense that we've committed to so early. Look at this male birth control. Pill that dramatically lowers testosterone levels is moving forward into a three-month trial. So my joke was, good news, you don't have to pull out. Bad news, you can't get a boner. Hey, hey, uh, hey Jack, can someone uh, play with George? Can someone play with George? He keeps pulling the door, and when I let him in, he like wants to get out. So just, yeah, thanks, bud. It's all good. So, uh, yeah, the male birth control pill, uh, it basically just makes it so you can't get a boner, and you're just like a... Uh, like an emasculated dude. I think that that's so insane. And and dudes are really going to take that. Yeah, because girls are really going to want to have sex with you when you act like a, a girl. Like a, like a, a pe- just a piece of dog shit. Like women want to be lusted. You know, in the end of the day, this is all going to be, this is all backfiring on women already. And, and a lot of them see it, like, obviously now that it's just, <laughs> that this whole, like, uh, male feminist. I did a joke. I was riffing in Chicago this weekend about male feminism. I was just like, to set up the pound me too joke, I'm playing with different setups, which is weird because I've already recorded it in a special, but that's just what I do. I, I'll record a joke in a special and then perfect it a year later and then just be pissed. But um, yeah, get my new special at hugepianist.com. It's called uh, uh, How Dare Me. 
and the reviews have been good. Like people seem to really, really like it. I haven't had any, to be honest, I haven't had anybody say that they didn't like it. So, um, check it out. It's only 10 bucks and, uh, it goes to a good cause me. <laughs> so, uh, what else we got here? Yeah. Male feminist makes me laugh. Like the, like the male feminist movement is back for eggs. So like women are now like, wait a minute. So now I have to like, fuck this guy. He's like, I'm here for you. And they're like, Oh God, this is gross. Soy face makes, Oh, I gotta show you the first one first. This made me laugh. I saw this soy face. I think Paul Joseph Watson is obsessed with soy face. I don't know who made this, but it's really funny. It's this, uh, soy face. So I've, I, I was trying to like do, uh, do a soy face. Like my boy, Jesse came another night. Like this is a dude from the show house and, uh, he's Australian. I know Kiwi Bear and DeLev are all just getting all like ovarian with this shit. But uh, here's, here's my, this is me after eating one soybean. I just think soy face is so funny. Right, which one's this? Oh, this this keeps getting shadow banned. People keep uh, telling me that their retweets don't go through. I did this uh, not that long ago, October 2017. Every person in this photo, same political party, endorsed the same candidate. Ladies and gentlemen, comedy. Because it's so true and it's so unarguable. This shows everything, you know? The comedy is now just like mainstream comedy. That's why I broke off mainstream comedy. That's why I'm I'm 100% committed to doing my own thing because this is true. And everyone knows it's true to the point where they shadow ban this tweet. So if you've retweeted it, there's a good chance that that tweet has been disappeared. So just always retweet it because you know, you get the most flack when you're over a target and that gets flack. So that's why I, I sell my special directly from my website, hugepianist.com from Vimeo because Vimeo only takes 10%. And every other time in, in my career, it would not be that. It would be a network or a production company to pay me up front and then they'd own it to the point where I can't even put clips of it on my own YouTube now. And ownership is so much more valuable than money. But hilariously, I'm now making money doing it myself because I made that commitment early. I was like, I'd rather make way less money and, and own it than have these animals sit on it like they do. And uh, it's it's paying off, you know. So I think I want to because uh, you guys are now pushing to like start a, a crowd crowd fundraiser and stuff to do uh to have Eric do a special. And I got a plan, guys. If you want to do that, that's cool. And you can help pay for the production. But um, I have a total plan for all that stuff. I, I think I'm going to start with half hours. Because Eric has, if you push people too early on the hour, it, it does. It, I've seen that so many times with my friends. And, um, where if you push an hour when you have a, like, a great half hour, it, it takes away from the brilliance of the person. I've, I, I could name some people, but I'm not going to be a dick. But there's been so many great comics that they did their hour a little early. And a half hour is great, too, because you can sell it for less, you know, four or five bucks or something versus ten. And more people then buy it, theoretically. And uh, you get your name out there and you own it, you know. Like, I, my, my plan was to uh, have me get all the money to pay for it from the beginning sales and then some sort of split for like a year. And then you just own it and you don't it the whole time. Anyway, the comic, 
And I think half hours are cool because a half hour is a good show. Like that's a lot of comedy, you know, like I'll do hours because I always have way more than I need because I've been doing why didn't they laugh for so many, for a few years now to the point where I write so many jokes. It's like insane that I'm always like trying to cut down jokes. But um, yeah, Eric has some great new jokes. I think now that he, because for like a year, I don't think he was writing enough. And this last time I just saw him, because the first time I saw him, I was blown away. Unbelievable jokes. And then I think now that I planted in his ear that like I can produce a special, like this last time I just saw him, he had like 15, 20 brand new minutes that were just crushers. And, uh, and his life experience, you know, four tours in the Marines, you know, battling cancer successfully, um, went to law school, went to seminary school. I, it was like, you know, if I don't do comedy, what would I fall back on? I'm like, you could be an assassin, a priest or a lawyer. <laughs> he was like, oh, well, people seem pretty pissed at all those jobs these days. I'm like, assassin, priest, lawyer. All right. Let me read some of these. Uh, Super chats. Let's, let's play some music today. I'm really feeling like playing some piano. All right, what do we got here? But yeah, if anyone can contact Delaney, have him hit me with some of that um, some of that footage. Professor Bear. I discovered Professor Bear was my email sender ID after a car salesman was surprised to find I was not a large hairy gay man. Thanks, Bear is not a cult. Jonathan Bradshaw. Thanks for recommending Fargo series. I can't believe Netflix made it. It was right wing. Well, FX made it. It was FX. I was watching in shock. Family values and individual decisions of good versus evil. So easy to step over the line. Yep. And the acting is incredible, too. I thought that uh, Billy Bob Thornton's performance was unreal. Yeah, it's just a good show. It's a good show. Because I don't even need it to be right or left wing. I just don't want it to be preachy agenda bullshit. Illinois Bear. It's an 80-hour work week for me, so I can't listen live. Shout out to all the bears. Thanks, Illinois Bear. Byzantium needs your help, Benjamin. Tell us what is your best strategy to retake Constantinople. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, well, I mean, it's been Istanbul now for a while, but we'll come up with something. Renaissance Bear. Not verified yet. Can I keep Renaissance Bear? Welcome, Renaissance Bear. I, I think that uh, it's all that oil money because the because Islam took a real, real bad turn once the Saudis got all that money and they started uh, exporting this this specific type of, of Muslim that's by far the craziest and scariest and, and most psychotic. It's called uh, wasabi or Wahhabi, Wahhabism. In my mind, it's wasabi because it's so spicy. But that shit is really, really an issue. And, and they're... And it doesn't help that the American government keeps giving them uh, bombs and, and planes and, and guns because it's just that that damn oil money. It just it got all these uh, these sheep herders so rich that they can actually do all the shit that they believe. And they just did not believe very good things. Turns out we should have just left them in the middle of the desert looking for water. You know, they're thirsty. Talk about wooden shoes and silk shoes. Let's go back to that original quote for those of you that just joined us. I did this uh, tweet two years ago at LA. History is the sound of silk slippers going downstairs and wooden shoes coming up. Voltaire. And uh, camel herders with no water in the middle of a desert have wooden shoes. 
And I think the soy that we're facing in America is is making it so that we just can't fight. That's why it's important to uh, have a lot of kids. You know, don't get soft. Because these people have, these Saudis, man, they'll have, because they, they basically were just bane, like crawling out of a pit. No water. You know, just, just have, the, one of the reasons that they have such an archaic and psychotic religion is because you have to be that way in certain environments. Like, imagine if you live in a desert. You know, if someone steals your water, you got to chop their hand off. It's like, or if not, like, the stakes are so insanely high. And then they just got, like, all the money in the world, and they're still like this. They didn't have, like, any time to just slowly grow out of this, this Bronze Age mentality. And so now you have these like eighth century psychos with, with fighter jets and uh, who knows how that's going to end up having a Tom Waits and big bear kind of day. Love you, bud. You too, man. Dude, Tom Waits is great. You ever hear him sing waltzing? It's like waltzing Matilda with you. Maybe I'll play some waltzing Matilda. Waltzing Matilda. I've always liked Waltzing Matilda. Waltzing Matilda. Waltzing Matilda. Come waltzing Matilda with me. Hey, sang, sang. Uh, I gotta re-listen to it. I'm gonna bail on that one. People are saying you're not loud enough. Oh, okay, let me turn that up a little bit then. Well, there's a lot I've done that wasn't. There we go. That's probably louder, right? Louder, louder, louder. Louder, 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 louder. Louder, louder. You can always turn it up on your on your computer. I love your hate speech, claiming no Dak Bear. Welcome, no Dak Bear. Oh, and Chicago was amazing. You totally killed it. Thanks, Dan. Chicago show was awesome. Thank you for coming here. Thanks, Nick. And also thanks to Cleveland. That was a blast, too. I performed in a movie theater with no spotlight, and we made it work. The Dead-Eye Guy. Got my wife a piano for her B-Day. I did music in high school and can teach basics. Any other advice for her as a newbie? Also, could you give my gaming channel a shout-out? Keep pushing forward, dude. Yeah, the Dead-Eye Guy. That Dead-Eye Guy. That's your shout-out. And my advice would be just get an octave, like a C. Right hand, just do anything. Just don't read music. Just just single notes, and uh, not to sound racist, but I clearly am. No black keys. Just, just the key is C. No black keys. Just find a C and just go back and forth, and then just play with it. You can go to F. Back to C. Then G. F. C. And that's like a thousand songs. You listen to some. Okay, I'll show you a song right now. Just C.
And then from there, you learn how to fill it in. So this, then add one more note in the middle. And then another one. And then you just go up down. complicated but it's not if you go step by step if you start with just the skeleton just just do that for a while and that's the 12 bar booze booze that's a 12 bar blues cfcfg so it's just that's anything i woke up in the morning feeling I haven't gotten a letter from my dear old dad Thinking about a dog I once had Nothing in this world can make me glad I got the soy boy blues But my, the soy in my shoes I got the soy boy blues. I got too bad. I got too many trophies when I lose. I'm just a big old soy boy. Even though I'm a grown man, I still play with toys. I got a soy bean in my mouth. I got a soy bean in my hands. You know, that, and that's just, that's how you do that. Uh, I'm Traeger Bear. Owen, thanks for coming to Chicago. The show was hilarious, and it was awesome to meet you and Eric and some of the bears. Keep fighting, Big Bear. Thanks, Traeger Bear. It was great hanging with you, too, as well. My husband would love seeing you in Cleveland. Did Walter like the bears I made? I'd like to be Hooker Bear, and my husband would like to be 8-7 Bear. I haven't showed him yet. I just got home. I haven't even unpacked. Look at me. I, uh... I did two shows. I drove 15 hours. I played with my family. I slept 12 hours. Just woke up, had a big breakfast, just did a call with Crowder for two hours. And now I'm here with you. And there hasn't been one minute to even unpack my car. So, but I'm sure he'll love the bears. I'll, I'll let you know. Also, can I be Byzantine bear? Yes. Welcome Byzantine bear. I love that. The Byzantine empire. I thought it was funny that the lesbian conservative DJ sitting next to me was so surprised that a 22-year-old could be a conservative. Yeah, there's a lot of young conservatives. Yeah, there's a lot of lesbian conservatives. That's when, that, like, lesbian conservatives is the reason I first wrote that um, LGBT joke. And I'll, I'll actually show you guys this one, for those of you that haven't seen it. This is a funny one. Because uh, now that you saw that the lesbian conservative... Uh, this joke will make a lot more sense to you. Give me one second. I'm going to download this and play it for you. Because uh, lesbians are the most likely to be conservative. Then 
gays and and down the line it just keeps getting less and less likely uh so we're it's a really interesting time right now for the you know the progressives from way back in 2010 because when you base your existence on a lack of discrimination you you realize what that really means discrimination is very important for survival like instead like when i for breakfast I discriminate. I, I will eat a banana instead of a car battery. And yes, that is that is discrimination. I only have sex with my wife. That's discrimination. I discriminate against other women. That's what discrimination means. It's not a bad thing. To discriminate is a good thing. To discriminate unfairly hurts the discriminator more than the discriminatee in a free market society. That's why free markets are so important, because if, if a business discriminates against the wrong people, like uh, a group of people based on, you know, race and not values, for, for instance, they are going to lose business and someone else will pick them up and will win. And that's why discrimination hurts the one discriminating, not the one discriminated against, unless it's deserved. See what I'm saying? It's, it's, a, it's an absolute ho- hocus pocus magic trick. All right, this is called Let's Talk About the Gays. This was shot in Portland, Oregon. Let's take a watch. <laughs> I, I know I'm in the heart of soy country. So I'm not going to go too deep. I set my piece. Uh, the gays. <laughs> Does no one want to talk about the fact they they took the rainbow and they never really gave it back? (laughs) Think about the balls that takes, right? Let's say there's a meeting about, like, what color each group gets, right? And, and, you know, they're like, who wants cream? Yeah, that might not be the right one, I am. And uh, I was treated with a lot of respect. And uh, what's your opinion on this? And I'm like, this is what I think. That's the wrong one. Give me a second. I got to download a different one. That was the rainbow. It's a funny joke, but there's a very specific reason I'm looking for this one. It's it's called Trans People Ruined Everything, I think is the name of it. Yeah, here we go. This one's a little long, so I have to find the right spot. I don't want to take up too much of your time, yo. Yeah, that lady was funny. The 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 conservative lesbian DJ. Conservative lesbian DJ. And uh, there's some great people in that crowd. And the sh- the show before had some had some interesting characters too. I was doing a lot of crowd work by Saturday because I realized that. The, the the people were so cool and they were there. It was, it's so interesting that like almost everyone at all of these shows are like direct fans of mine. I don't have to like win them over. That's very rare for my career. Like I'm used to doing big shows, but a lot of times I'm just, uh, I'm promoted. I used to be promoted by other people. Now I'm only promoted by myself because I went a little off the reservation. You know, I didn't say, of course we must listen to the children. And ban all guns. Oh, I'm going to play that video later, too. That's a funny one. 
All right, this is called Trans People Ruined Everything. Let's see where it is in this. Uh, I don't get why gay people get so. They're like red, yellow, green, blue, k events. The G's came in. All right, here we go. To disinfect the Civil War surgical tools. That's a okay. <laughs> Alright, the big bear needed his honey. Alright. So the L's, and then um, the G's came in. Oh, the shit. G's are cool, Wait but then they're now, so they're a little more aggressive, but they're on to feel like he's chasing a gay bar. Because it's not like people didn't already have the rainbow. I mean, Noah's Ark. Anyone read that shit? A leprechaun? I'm gonna follow the leprechaun, I'm gonna follow the rainbow. Everyone's like, alright, gay guys. Like, it didn't used to be that way. Every time it's sunny and raining, it's gay. <laughs> this is what I feel bad for. Because you got the LBGT, right? Yeah. There, there's more every day, I know. But I'll tell you what it happened. It all started with the L's. And the L's are great. No one has, no one has a problem with the L's. I, like, some of the L's were like, the L's. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, L's. Great. You guys are really cool. You're great dinner guests. You know? Because they love knickknacking. But they always have interesting magnets. You know, it's like a Sylvia Plath poem on a mug. But they're good people, you know? In general, there's some asshole elves, but in general. Uh, who wants to do, uh, cheer, cheers to you guys. Thanks for coming out tonight. Mm. Yeah, that was, that was warm. That's like the shit that they used to, to disinfect the Civil War surgical tools. That's a okay. <laughs> All right, the big bear needed his honey. All right. So the L's, and then um, the G's came in, and the G's are cool, but they, they're male, so they're a little more aggressive, but they're they're a blast, you know. They're like, hey, we're the G's. And the L's are like, hey, G's, what are you guys up to? They're like, you know, we're facing some discrimination. Why don't we team up? You guys have the Subarus, we got like raves, <laughs> and um, we're pretty ripped, and we're fun, we're hilarious. Uh, so let's do that. You know, we're a little unpredictable. We might have a coke problem, but uh, let's all team up. And the L's are going great. And at this point, everything's going great. And then the bees came in. The bees threw people for a loop because you never really know if you can go camping with them, but they're cool. Like, you know, they're like, we'll bang anybody. They're like, anybody? They're like, anybody. And at that point, everything's going good. And then everything changed with the T's. The T's came in, right? And they're like, hey, we're the T's. And they're like, hey, what's going on with you guys? They're like, nothing matters anymore. <laughs> I got to figure out how to end this joke. <laughs> All right, so the T's come in. And uh, they're like, yeah, we're being discriminated against. And everyone's like, oh, we'll, we'll protect you, T's. And they're like, yeah, so let's all chop our cocks off. <laughs> and everyone's like, hey, whoa, man. What's going on with you? They're like, no, I'm going to chop off my cock, and now gender doesn't exist. Nothing matters. A four-year-old can be a T. Everyone's like, dude, can we kick out the T? They're like, no, he's already brought the Q's, the A's, and the I's. And they're like, we're going to burn these beans down. And you go all the way back to the L's, and they're like, we should have just knitted sweaters. <laughs> oh, fuck, that might be a fucking great joke, guys. All right, I was that yesterday. All right so that's, uh, that's the joke.
Because, uh, let me turn this back up. I guess we've been having volume issues. Eric, oh, you guys are, oh, Eric's here. So now everyone's just talking about that he stole my, stole my, uh, stole my bike. Yeah, Eric's a bit of a thief. All right, here's here's the one that I think is uh, Owen. I'm offended that I'm not offended by your jokes against we Presbyterians and such. I think no one's ever offended by Presbyterians. <laughs> like no one ever, no one's ever like those damn Presbyterians. All right, just because CNN is is amped up, they've amped up their their rhetoric even more about listening to the children. We gotta play it, guys. We gotta play the one that we all made. It's time. It's time to listen to the children. Where is this video? Because you guys all made this with me. That's one. That's another thing. For the new unbearables, you have to understand how great these people are. Is we all make these videos. Like half of the like everybody in this video is an unbearable. Like they'll just send me in. They'll send me in. Like I'll. I'll We'll come up with an idea about a new It's Time video. Like, it's time to give the ball to Britney or it's time to give the guns to Hitler and all that stuff. And we all just make this together. All right, here we go. Yeah, see if this is sized properly. And let's let's enjoy ourselves, everyone. Let's listen to the children. When tragedy strikes, mainstream media always knows who to look to for guidance. The children. Nothing says solid policy like the mind of a child. It's time to listen to the children. <laughs> because they eat their own shit. The deadly AR-15 struck again. How deadly? If you add up all the rifle homicides in a year, right here in the U.S., it's almost half as many as people's hands. Or nearly a quarter as many are killed by knives, and almost a fraction that are killed by sandwich eating. The most recent shooting killed a fraction of the people who have died texting about it while driving since it's happened, but it's a scary fraction. Sure, we've listened to experts, but what really do experts know? I mean, what do I know? I've only worked for 25 years at the same company raised three children into adulthood and put them into college. I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's really time for me to listen to the children. James Madison and Thomas Jefferson are stupid. We should replace them with Alfonso from 10th grade. The past is the past. The Constitution was written with a stupid feather, not a modern pen. So it's meaningless. It's time for a change. It's time to listen to children. People have been listening to children a lot lately. What better time to change the chemistry of a child and sterilize them than when they're toddlers? It's time to listen to the children because if your daughter wants to take as much testosterone as Rich Piano, that should be her choice. Bear Clan, it's time to listen to the children. <laughs> Give them the equal rights that they deserve. It's my five-year-old son, Lucinda. He's transitioning. He wants to have the same rights as everybody else. Because he's an empath, like his mother and his soy boy father. So when Lucinda 
wants to PMS, he's gonna PMS. He wants his estrogen, he wants his testosterone, he wants, he, he can have whatever he wants. Cindy gets to do whatever he wants. It's time that we listen to kids and let them play with whatever they want. <laughs> Assume a child survives the murder gauntlet of the leftist abortion legislation, they will be born with all the knowledge our society needs. There are children all across the world begging and pleading for us to listen to them. And they need you to give up your guns. I don't have any children of my own. Let's listen to your children. They will hold a sign they can't even read very well in exchange for more hall privileges. This fella had to ask permission to urinate the same day he told adult professionals exactly how to run the world. It's time. This is important. Do you think we are only protesting to get out of school or something? <laughs> Don't take my word for it. Here's a crying, unimpeachable victim for you to argue with. Speaking of crying, who doesn't love taking orders from a crying adult man? <laughs> cries and cries, and we should all take him seriously. Like that one time a lion got shot by a lion hunter, and he sobbed on national television. That's the type of man I look to for leadership. Only the children would understand that Tide Pod detergents are to be eaten, not used for cleaning clothes. Gotta listen to the children. It's time to listen to the children because my constitutional rights should be subject to a young female human who doesn't even know what she wants to wear tomorrow. Because children know it wasn't the shooter's fault or the non-existent police response. It was the gun. Because the gun makes the bullets shoot and the shooting makes people get shot. Perfect and unarguable logic from the mouth of a child. America, it's time to listen to our children when we decide what to eat. Because we should all be using ice cream instead of milk with our cereal. Who doesn't trust a universal mass media team who all say exactly the same thing, despite most people disagreeing with them? These kids are showing everyone how they can count. Zero. <laughs> Let's hear what they have to say about policy. If guns are responsible for the shooting, and we should take everyone's guns to stop shootings, what was really responsible for Harvey Weinstein's rapes? You guessed it the penis. It's time for change. Life is so much better now that I don't have a dick. Instead of raping, I, ba I bake cookies. <laughs> they haven't been polluted by life experience or education or making an actual contribution to society. My name is Scott Papanofiolo, and this is my AR-15. When Virginia Tech happened, I told my ex-wife, whose couch I was sleeping on, and I would gladly give up my AR-15 and forego the sacred covenant between God and man so that our children could be saved by the government. It's time we start listening to the children because they know this is an AR-15. It's time to start listening to the children. <laughs> These little bastards have learned so much by closing their minds to all the opposition arguments. <laughs> Thereby having the wisdom to tell us all what to do. 
Listen to the children, because they're children. Hello, banshee people. We must ban the guns. Bearded dragons don't have guns, and you can see how peaceful they are. If we ban guns, we can be peaceful. Peaceful like the bearded dragons. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love it. I love it. Thanks for everyone who hopped out with that. Those are a blast. Those are a blast. Yeah, I'm trying to find... Yeah, guys, whenever you guys DM me on Twitter, like someone already said they DM me and I'm looking for it, it just goes, dude, it's almost like the chat. Not not as crazy as that, but it's almost impossible to find anything on it. I really don't know the best way to contact me at this point. I always leave my DMs open because I like to... Uh, to hear from people, but it's like just insane now. Uh, all right. I gotta, I'm just trying to find this Brazilian dude. Give me one second. Yeah. I've been looking and bummer. There's just no way I can, there's just no way I can find it anymore. I got to learn how to, when, as soon as I read something, copy and paste it, maybe it's just spam. It's just, it's spammed by like good people too. That's the worst part. Okay. I mean, it's definitely a good problem to have. It means people, they like me, but I just, there was like such, there was so much interesting stuff that I wanted to read to you guys. And it's all gone. It's almost like that, uh, that South Park episode and it's gone. And we're just going to move your money in here, and uh, it's gone. And it's gone now. All right, let's play some music. Think of some uh, songs you guys want to hear. Yeah, it's all gone. Great. Great. Good times. That, uh, awesome. I, that, I see why people have their DMs closed, but I, I, I want people that to be able to contact me. And it's gone. Oh, this is an interesting thing from someone straight out of Brazil. And it's gone. Because 9,000 people just wrote to me that they hate Kurt Metzger. <laughs> oh, 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 and it's gone. <sighs> Someone said uh, Oasis. I'm going to read some more Super Chats and maybe... And it's gone. Oh, here's a wonderful uh, uh, message from a 15-year-old who was actually at the... At the uh, at the, the, the school in Florida, and uh, they have something really important to say, and it's gone. The Sean Fryer was great. You and Eric killed it. I'm the dork that ran up on stage and gave you the mini bike. Oh, thank you, Tina Bean. I love that bike. I brought it home. Very nice. Still in shock over Scottish guy being arrested for a joke. You think us Brits are screwed? We're all screwed, bro, unless we fight it. It's not just England. It's everywhere. The soy is everywhere. We have to cross the border. You guys need a nurse. Yeah, we can always use another nurse. How great is it that if you're cool, everyone wants you to go places? Like, like Texas is notoriously um, not into, uh, like, tons of people from New York moving there and stuff. You know, like, typically people in Texas are like, why don't you go back home, boy? But with me, like, everyone from Texas is like, dude, you got to move to Texas. And I'm from New York. And it's because of shared values. That's why it it's so much more important about culture. It's, it's like, literally, do you believe in what we believe in? Will you be an asset to our community? That's what makes people want to, want you to come. 
And that's why they don't like a lot of these um, illegal, unvetted migrants. Yeah, like like uh, this person. And it's gone. I'm just kidding. Uh, Barry Nice. Yeah, I would love if they came to America. And then uh, there's a million people over there that I'd hate if you came to America. <laughs> I, I felt so... Um, I feel so welcomed by so many Southerners, like real, like hardcore Southern dudes, like, you know, town of a thousand, probably wearing camel right now at a, at a Waffle House. They're like, Owen, we love to have you in my town, man. And I'm a New Yorker. It's because they know I'm a cool dude and I'm not, and I'm not bringing like shit to their area. It's uh, because that's what they face in the South. A lot of like, you know, California progressives ruined and so now they're all going to go to Texas and ruin it because uh, Austin is a wormhole to California. Go to Cali and it's gone. <laughs> I love and it's gone now. Uh, all right. Dave R. I'm working, so can't watch this live. Just want to say thanks again for the show and hanging in Chicago. Much love. Oh, I had a blast, man. Concerning star penis joke, the magic is when you paint pic of stranger, uh, stranger customers high-fiving each other and saying, did you see that? Leave that part in. Oh, I, Oh, thank you. I haven't done that joke in a while, but I appreciate that. Yeah, to show that it's funny for it's fun for the, for everyone. Master Barrett, the Saturday show was awesome. Def a master of your art. Lesbian conservative Christian DJ would have thrown a lot of comedians off. You're a master at handling what the crowd throws you. What you want a little uh, insight into that? It's it's by not trying. It's the weirdest thing, man. It, it really is like you don't become a master at something in, until you realize how to just be yourself. It's so. It's such an ancient thing that I feel like it has to do. It's like that in so many professions, I think, that that until you just see the person as a person and not a threat or not like uh, something you have to win. Yeah, it's Zen. You get a flow where, where conservative Christian uh, lesbian DJ. She wasn't attacking me. She was stopping the show from time to time, but it wasn't about me. It was, I think having a kid helped, too. Because you had to, I had to learn that like crying wasn't about me, you know, but thank you, by the way, I appreciate you saying that. That means a lot. Landon doctor. All right, man. I found out cruise control is not Dodge's version of Tesla's autopilot. <laughs> That's hilarious. Made it home safe. Can't find my, can't say my truck did though. Oh, sweet. Why wow, your truck got a little banged. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've drove so much this last week. It's like I, I think Trucker Bear should should uh, anoint me as an unofficial trucker. I'm a I'm a I'm a trucker with jokes. Hey Owen, just sent you a Twitter DM, uh, and it's gone. Well, I'll check it out, Sam. I appreciate it, buddy. Play Amy by Pure Prairie League. Amy by Pure Prairie League. I don't know it, man, but I'll look it up when I'm off. Because I've learned I can't really do it on the fly. I give it no justice. Like I learned, I looked up that one dude whose dad recently passed away. I looked up the song after and it was a beautiful song. I think it was called like My Old Man or something. So just to let you know, I really do look up these things after. It was an awesome song. All right, please play Drowning by BSB. I don't know what any of this stuff. If I don't know even the band, there's just no chance. You almost called Jimmy Kimmel... You almost called Jimmy Kimmel Jamal yesterday. Oh, I didn't know that. My assault weapons have transitioned to identify as defense weapons. So brave. Since I'm a doctor by day, I'd like to verify as bare bones. Welcome, bare bones. And it's true. A lot of a lot of these um, 
Weapons have recently transitioned. Baron Koala. Thanks, buddy. He's very generous. Star Spangled Bear. If you have read Takavelli's idea about the importance of community to democracy, please talk about it. If not, you have to read Democracy in America. Well, I, I haven't read that, but I do know Jamel Kamal. I think you missed my super chat. Where is it? Bad News Bear. Uh, oh, I missed a few super chats. Will, hi, Owen. Love your streams. My artistic outlet has always been rap, but in recent years, I haven't written as much as I'd like, but you have inspired me to again. Okay, if I email you some tracks, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Why didn't they laugh at gmail.com? And hopefully I see them before they're gone. Uh, Owen, what's the best place to buy a shirt or sweatshirt that supports you directly? My friend and I want to be representing in Kirkland. I'm, I'll, uh, I'll put some for sale soon, I think, again. I haven't put anything on my website in a while. And, uh, but you can also I'll, always buy them before because my wife, Amy, will be working the merch table in Kirkland. So, but I'll get some more stuff up there. Oh, and my new special, Huge Pianist, or it's at hugepianist.com. My new special is uh, How Dare Me for sale right now. And if you haven't got my last one called uh, Feed the Bear, also for sale. It's crazy that we have to pretend children know what they're talking about regarding infringing the Second Amendment. They're obviously being used. 100%. It's, it's gross. It's insane. And that's why we make jokes about it. Hi, Big Bear. I was off the reservation for a while, so I'm a little behind. What's the situation at home with your brother, if you want to share that is? Oh, everything's fine. Everything's chilled out. We're still going to move, but we're going to do it after the baby's born. Because I know I will always be bringing stress to my brother in his town. And... uh it's just not fair for them, but we're going to keep our house here and come here. We're going to rent it out and accept in the, we'll come back in the summers. I think sometimes. Hey, Owen, I want to be curmudgeon bear. Much love to all bear kind. Welcome curmudgeon bear. Why do you think the logos Christ is a better, more profound Messiah than the Buddha? Why or why not? Because the Buddha was kind of soy heavy. You know, the Buddha was the son of a rich kid. Or he was a rich kid. He's almost like, uh, <sighs> I don't know. I just think it's it's not the Buddha is more about the Buddha is like a trust funded messiah character. <laughs> He's like he, I can't explain it, but it's as if he has a trust fund. Like the Buddha all Buddhist teachings are like just be. And and he says that that to want nothing is is insane. I I used to make fun of the Dalai Lama where I was like he he wears glasses. That means he wants to see better. He has desire to see better. I, I just think it's a bit of a scam. And I think uh, Tibet isn't the utopia that people pretend it is. I think they have some really weird practices going on. I think a lot of their moves, a lot of their victim stuff is because they can't fight China or else they would fight China. Because they, they there's been a lot of abuse scandals and stuff out of Tibet that, that the media doesn't like to pick up about. I think that I used to be a, a waiter at a Japanese restaurant and, and it was shabu shabu. So we'd get a lot of um, Buddhists that would come in like straight up orange robe Buddhists. And they were bossy. I used to call them the bossy Buddhists. They would always like be like, I want them all this. And I'm like, the, like shaved headed Buddhists. I'm like, so wait a minute, you desire more tea? And they're like, I want them all tea. Hey. I'm like, this is a scam. <clears throat> and now I'm off to watch Napoleon Dynamite keep fighting, keep tweeting, and keep being unbearable. How do I get you to perform in Fargo, North Dakota? I'm in. I've been getting a lot of uh, 
requests to do the Dakotas and stuff like that. So I, I'll figure it out. My next tour will be Florida. Uh, Samson Bear, Warrior Bear, he's been pushing hard to get me in Tampa. And I know I already did a little fundraising to get myself in Tampa. So I think the next mini tour will be probably Atlanta. It, maybe I'll just go right down the coast. Because I'm doing Pittsburgh and Kirkland. You can get tickets now at hugepianist.com. Uh, Pittsburgh's going to be a good time. So is Kirkland. Big rooms. I I, I, I want to do uh, Tampa, uh, definitely St. like Fort Myers area, Naples area, uh, Fort Lauderdale area. Something on the on the coast there. I want. I love the Panhandle of Florida. I love Northern Florida. Like on the Gulf side, it's so beautiful. And uh, I want to do Atlanta. So what's up to George? And maybe something in South Carolina. I'd love to do South Carolina, but maybe by a coast. There's some beautiful beach communities in the southeast. I really love that area. I love South South Carolina by the water. It's just awesome. All right. The March for Our Lives was hostile to pro-choice, guns, and pro-life abortion. Hilarious. That's a, that's a funny way to put it. That's very true. Amazing the difference between a march for life versus our lives. It, it, it's all word games. Achilles heel segue, hairy Armenian bear. Uh, yeah, well, the Achilles heel I was going to talk about was ideology itself. It, it was the, the Achilles heel that I wanted to talk about was uh, was the, uh, the Achilles heel of Rome and the Nazis were both their what what appeared to be their strength became their Achilles heel. I think to really survive, you have survive. To really be able to survive, your belief system has to be as core and boiled down to the absolute truth as possible. And everything outside of that has to be able to be uh, adapted with. Like, for example, the the Abraham Isaac story, I think I've been obsessing about it now for weeks because I, I didn't understand it for so long. And now I think I do understand it. I, uh, a bear gave me a, a Bible with more easily digestible words that he brought home from Iraq in uh, Chicago. It was really cool of him. I'm really thankful for that guy. But uh, the Abraham Isaac story, because I always thought it was a, uh, a barbaric story, like growing up, because no one explained it to me properly, that I thought it was God saying to kill his child. And then last minute, God changed his mind. And I was like, then God's a dick. But when you really understand it, and that's why Jordan Peterson, I think, has is, is touched so many lives, because it, he let you understand things that were explained to you badly as a child. That um, about the importance of the covenant with God and that you have to put everything above, you have to put everything below your covenant with God. Even like the reason that it was the child is because it was the thing he loved the most in the world. It wasn't because they didn't care about children. It was the opposite. It was his most loved thing of, a, of the world. And that when he still did what God commanded, he got to keep his child. And the whole point of that is the only way to survive and the only way for your child to survive is to maintain your covenant with God because if not, you become Sodom and Gomorrah. And that really happens constantly. Because, okay, here's a real world example of that. Let's say the Nazis take over or the Stalinists take over, authoritarians take over. And someone says, I have your son. If you don't execute this woman, I'll kill your son. And so you say, okay, anything for my son. And you just kill this woman. And then they go, okay, now you have to kill this next woman or I'll execute your son. And now they own you. Now you're just a, a, a warrior arm zombie for an authoritarian evil power. 
And that if if everyone sticks to their core truth that they believe, that authoritarian can, could never have gotten power in the first place. And that's the only way your son would ever live because that person will never spare your son. Your son's already dead at that point. And so... Um, and so that so then I looked at at the Nazis and I looked at Rome and the, and the the reason Rome was so powerful was their ambition, their their intense drive towards individual like the, towards personal ambition and, and accomplishments. Dan Carlin and the way that he just does things so well talks about you know being a Roman child and, and going walking down the hall and seeing these busts of men and they were all the men in your family that lived before you and it was all written what they had accomplished. You know, that it was all about like what they did and that the, the, the power and accomplishment was everything to Romans. And, and, and that has an Achilles heel. And that's why as much as I, I hate Hillary Clinton, the lock her up stuff I was wary of. And I'll tell you why. Not because she didn't commit crimes. was because one of the things that happened to Rome that made Rome fall is if you didn't win you went to jail or you were killed after a while because the, the ambition got so insane that they, one of the reasons Julius Caesar became uh, emperor of Rome and, and disbanded the Senate was because if he didn't, he would have been killed by his political opponents. It was the stakes got to the point where if you didn't win the election, you died. And so I don't want us to set that precedent in America. It was the same thing I said to Obama people about gun control, where they said, well, we, we should control guns. And I was like, who gets to decide who's mentally sane? They're like, Obama. I'm like, okay, now picture your worst nightmare of a president having the same power. And they're like, that can't happen. Cut to Donald Trump. I'm like, now he has the power that you were just about to give Obama. And that's one of those things that has to do with ethics over victory sometimes, where if you put ambition and personal victory over what you think is uh what like what you believe in it'll only hurt you in the end so if you put hillary in jail if she loses then the next election that's now going to happen again and it might be your guy and then and then it gets to the point where they can't give up power like when it, when uh julius caesar was the uh the speaker of the plebes the, 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 what was it called? The, uh, not the triumph of the plebes. It was the something of the plebes. He had to keep that job or he would have went to prison. And that's the Achilles heel of, uh, the ultra ambition, the ambition above all costs, the ambition without the belief in a, in God, not a God, God. Like if there's a, the, one of the, another weakness of Rome was, uh, the Pantheon, you know, same with Greece where it was all these gods you could say, well, my God's better than your God. And all that does is create tribalism. So, and, and, and that, and that thing that appears good became the Achilles heel. And if you look at the Nazis, there's the thing that they had that, that made Hitler and, and the Nazis rise so fast was their ideology, their, their, their intense pride in each other and their um, nationalism in Germany. And then it became an Achilles heel when he couldn't fire his, his guys that weren't good. You know, when you have uh, Joseph Goebbels, who's a four foot 11 gimp running eugenics programs, it was a, it was an, it was a mockery. It was an irony. It was a, a walking punchline. You know, Herman Goring is addicted to morphine, cross-dressing lunatic 
who is a World War I uh, hero, but his uh, shrapnel... Oh, he got, he got shot in the groin protecting Hitler at one point. And so Hitler's uh, loyalty to these guys, he couldn't fire any of them. But none of them were experts at what they did. So Goring was a hor- horrible leader in the uh, Air Force, and he couldn't run the economy. And, uh, and their belief in mysticism and all this weird shit, and their over-belief in, uh, in, in Germany... It, like, nationalism is different than patriotism where they, they, it's a weakness, you know, trade is good trade like that, 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 that overcompensation that, that, that helps so early when you get people riled up, like, yeah, Germany, it, it, unless you can adapt on the line, that which once made you strong will make you weak. And you see that with so many businesses, like businesses get so big, that phrase too big to fail is, is wrong. There, there's it's too big to possibly succeed at some points where once you get, you know, middle management expands to a degree where you can't adapt, you become blockbuster video and you have to watch yourself fall as your, your size is unable to adapt. Look at um, how America beat England in a war. England's the most powerful Navy in the world. America's a new colony and we won. Because they, they couldn't take off their stupid red jackets and standing in lines. And um, I just think that we all, myself included, ha- have to always keep these things in mind. I think one thing that's leading to my recent financial stability and more success is my ability to adapt out of Hollywood. I think I was one of the only people to see the nonsense and I, I wasn't emotionally entrenched in, in it like they were. Like I have friends that are defined by their credits or their famous friends or their ambition to be in a bigger movie. And you're always, you're always like this close to being in the next thing in Hollywood. That's how it works. And I had enough credits to know what it feels like to be in movies and TV and all that stuff. And the way it works is you're going on auditions five, six times a week and you get callbacks and a third callback and it's down to you and three other guys. and, and, And one of them gets it. And that keeps you like, hungry where you're like, oh, the next one, I'll get it. And it starts resembling a drug addiction. And so then when you start seeing these, these moral uh, problems, these uh, extreme moral failures all around you, a lot of people aren't capable of getting out of it, but I was, and I left. And, and it was fairly shocking to people because I, I wasn't doing bad. I was I was I was at a point that other people were trying to reach to and I left. You know, there was this old um children's story that my mom read to me when I was a kid about all these um these caterpillars that are all trying to climb up this mountain of each other. And these two caterpillars, this one fell in love with another caterpillar and they they bailed and they became butterflies and soared above all these little piles of caterpillars that never became butterflies. And I have to give credit to Amy as being one of the reasons that I could do that is because my love for her and for our family that was now growing superseded any of these little traps. And that was the way I could break out and, sh- and she could break out as well because she was in a similar past. She had just spent $60,000 on a master's degree in engineering and realized she wanted to have a baby with me and stay home. And we were both in that trap of like, well, we've, we've, we've invested so much of this time and money and effort that how do we just leave? And, and the love we had for each other allowed us to leave and we're thriving now. And, um, it's really interesting stuff.
Are you guys, um, I'm glad I got you back on topic. Oh, thanks, Armenian Bear. Did you, uh, God is Owen's bear necessity. Israelites is the best term. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I hope you guys enjoyed that, though. Love Amy, great mom and wife. Oh, she is, yeah. Like, love's the way out. It always is. Because if not, you're always just going to uh, pursue your, your just bodily interests. All right, let me read some more Super Chats. Too big now to fail. Yeah, I like that. All right. Please check your DMs for the contest results. I will. Feel the bears. Feel the bears. Oh, I think I got the Brazilian back, Flavio. Where, where's, where are you, Feel the bears? Oh, here we go. Oh, sweet. Congratulations, Master Bear Field of Bears, uh, Arona 1981. Yeah, awesome. I'll uh, retweet this now and then get back to what I was talking about. I get distracted extremely easy. I think Flavio's watching right now. I think the Brazilian uh, wrote me so I can... The Brazilian. Because what happened in Brazil is, is really interesting. I'm going to read this and get back to this more super chats. Today might be a, a little bit of a long one, but that's okay. I've been doing a lot of good family time. Uh, I saw you talking about Brazil. I'm from Brazil. Last year, we had one homicide every nine minutes. We're, we are the canary in the mine for the U.S. because we have a border that isn't possible to patrol and a big population. I can explain what happened. Worked in the Brazilian government for 11 years now in Canada. So I wrote, hit me with knowledge. But its constitution of Brazil is kind of like U.S. on the guns. We were under a military government during the Cold War because Brazil was a big target for the Soviet Union. In my opinion, if USSR got Brazil, the game would have changed for them about the guns. The military took over because we're, we were under threat by a communist country like all Latin America. But in the 1980s, the military got the power back to the civilian politicians on the federal level. And they were all socialists. And they all were adding amendments under the Constitution to get the concealed carry tricky and difficult. So situation was getting borderline illegal because the right to bear arms is in the Brazilian Constitution. So they forced a referendum in 05. So the population decide about removing the right from the Constitution or keeping all media and establishment got in favor of gun control and they lost. So what they did, a campaign so you can surrender your gun, not mandatory, but laws were in place to classify what guns were legal or not. So at the time, we were under a spike in gun rate because you could have a gun, but if you protect yourself and kill someone, the law would go against you. Tricky commies. So they didn't remove the right from the Constitution, but we removed the stand-your-ground laws from the books and criminalized the guy killing a bad guy. The other good gotcha in Brazil is that if you only go to if you if you only go to jail if you are older than 18, if not, you go to an education facility for juveniles. That is like hell, but not jail and is not in your crime history. So if you kill someone at 15 or kill lots of people before 18, you go to this facility for a year and keep going and getting back to the streets. After 18, you kill another person. It is your first official criminal offense. The second offense is harder. Sometimes this is 10 years in jail we're talking about. So what the drug gangs do, they arm 14-year-old kids to do their hard work. Uh, yeah, exactly. 
You just incentivize the shit. That's the same thing that happened in Florida with the, they incentivize the school to not report children. It's insane. And then the, the gangs just use children. And there's laws in place that if you kill a kid, it's worse than uh, killing an adult. So things like that made gun almost a liability. So Brazilians gave their guns and got some money back. Right now, civilians aren't allowed to carry. You can have a gun, but never loaded. And if I remember, disassembled in some cases. You can have a gun in rural areas and protect yourself, but this is tricky. So Brazil last year had 60,000 homicides. But if somebody is shot and the police arrives and the guy dies going to the hospital, this is classified as police violence. I think firefighter too, because they are part of the military, but under the state governor command. Go see the movie Elite Squad. There's a scene of police officers from one battalion moving a corpse to another battalion area for better stats. There's another example of a guy drawing a heat map of the crime and organizing the statistics and the uh, commandment commandant getting mad because we um, will fuck him because the numbers went high. So he advised if we find a corpse in the lake is drowning and things like that. The movie is based on the book. Blah, 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 blah. All right. I hope that clears things up. I, I think that that's that's what we're facing now. And he's right that, that they're the uh, canary in the coal mine where. They're just going to keep making shit so tricky and more laws will just incentivize crimes to do very different things. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. And, and, and Brazil had the same rights and in 05, they, they, they started institution of stuff where if someone breaks into your house and you shoot them, you go to jail. All right. The series, uh, what do we got here? Democratic socialism is an Achilles heel. Oh, yeah, of course it is. Hey, Owen, keep doing your thing. Also, I sent a private message on Facebook page. If you get a chance, check it out. Can I be Herbie Bear? Welcome, Herbie Bear. The Lady Bears did first live stream Friday from my channel. Awesome bad news, Bear. Check out the Lady Bears. Bear Gribble. Uh, do some research on the transition from Arabia to Saudi Arabia. Slap the salmon on Eric's brain cancer. I will. Thanks. No, we, uh, yeah, we, uh, we covered a lot of Eric's, um, treatment. I think he's good for a bit. I, uh, I fucking, I made it rain on that little, I, I made that black boy have a little money. I gave that black boy some money. I'm just trying to like figure out the creepiest, uh, the creepiest character for that situation. So, uh, I, okay, this, that's going nowhere. Assassin priest lawyer. Don't you mean Jesuit? Uh, I don't know. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, Jesuits were kind of like that. My parents used to teach at a Jesuit school. Uh, George Crocker. Hey, I want to be your program so I can sing. Just kidding. I get a lot of requests at church, but I sing anyway. Uh, laugh out loud. Keep up the great work and kudos to Eric as well. Thanks, George. Yeah, I'm going to do, uh, yeah, you're going to sing. Build the Bears. Oh, yeah. Achilles heel. Yeah, read that one. Uh, read that one. And that one, and that one, read that one. I'm almost there, guys. I'm almost caught up. Now we're going to do a little music. Almost caught up. Oh, Knocking on Heaven's Door. It's a good one. I'll play that one. Uh, can I be verified as Mindless Bear? Welcome, Mindless Bear. Make us proud. Here's some cash. Thanks. Could you play some Philip Glass? Also, could I be verified as Lambda Bear? Welcome, Lambda Bear. And I don't know any off the top of my head, but I will next time. I like Philip Glass. Knocking on Heaven's Door. I can do that. Mama put this 
Uh, take this badge off of me. No, that's not me. I can't use it anymore. It's getting dark, too dark to see. Bob Dylan sing that, I'd be like, Mama put this gun out of me. Bob Dylan can't sing. Does no one care that the man couldn't sing? He could write a good song. It's just like, like you couldn't just design a worse singer. Except for maybe Tom Waits, but that was because he uh, sang, he used to sing, well, he didn't. He never sang well, Muddy Bear. That's, it's one of those uh, false memories that people have. Like, like, that's the best he ever sang. He was like, this is this is the recording version of ah uh, that one song. It's like yeah, yes, and how many runs must the man walk down before you call him a man? The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. Oasis singer is worse. No way, that dude. Well, maybe now, but there was a time when, uh, other times they are changing. Come gather around, people, how the world and the Forever Young is the only song I like by Bob Dylan. That's a great song. For forever. That's too high. For, 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 forever. of it though. 
are great oh the pogues also don't have a good voice at all but it's awesome it goes um like when he's like it's christmas eve babe and the drunk tank and old man said to me won't see another one and then we sang a song Oh, Galway Bay. Yeah, uh, but Tom Petty also. No, but he sings better than Dylan. Forever, yeah. Forever, yeah. It's not extreme. That's real. That's absolutely real what I just did. That's how he sounds. I would play it, but um, yeah, I'll play it. I don't care if I get kicked off. You guys have super chatted me enough. No, I don't need their stupid video. All right, so um, Bob Dylan, Forever Young. Yeah, there we go. Oh, I got to turn on my Skype. Oh, dude, Crowder's got some good stuff in the works, guys. We just wrote some hilarious stuff this morning. All right, just listen to this. All right, talking so you don't kick me off. Talking, talking, talking. Talking so you don't... I had the, had the, had the right key. Hey, guys, listen. I just listen to the chorus. Listen. Dude, this... Mine was the same. It is a good song. I know it's a good song. I'm not knocking the song. But I'm just saying, uh, I, how, I, guys, I got the right key. Um, forever young. 
That was the studio version. Let's let's check out a live version. Wait till you wait till you. That was in 1974. All right, listen to this. Here we go. Let's listen to a live version. Every young people. That's like, that's had uh, 661,000 views, 3.5,000 thumbs ups, 160 thumbs downs. Don't get me wrong. It's a great tune. But that was like his best live version. song I'll sing it as Bob Dylan give me a song I'll sing it as Bob Dylan this could be a funny bit because I've been doing Dylan again lately and it's been uh it's been killing again uh baby blue actually he really does sing sing baby blue oh yellow okay look at the stars look how they shine for you Oh, wow. 
Makes it even funnier. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, did I pay five dollars for this? That's hilarious. No, that's insanely funny. Like I know a lot of you guys are laughing, but some of you guys are like, "Oh, witnessing Owen breaking down." No, that I, we just created an insanely funny joke. Oh, Enter Sandman. That's a funny. That's a funny one. <clears throat> Dude is in his own world. Oh yeah. Well, that's that's what that's what art can become sometimes, guys. Um, thank you, Banners Bears. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, let me know if there's any other funny uh, Dylan ones. Some Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> well, the only Nine Inch Nails I know is the uh, I hurt myself today to see if I can feel. Is it bad audio? I don't have my mic hooked up today. It's just uh, my laptop because my cord got messed up. Do uh, Soy Boy Dylan. Oh, Soy Boy is Bob Dylan. It's, how about this? Uh, There's a man who's afraid of dairy. He's proud of the fact his balls never got hairy. He can't give the D because he's got loyalty. Trump tweets give a BDSD and he thinks that all guys should sit to pee. He's a BuzzFeed foodie blogger, which means he's unemployed. And he's always busy and a bit bitchy because he is blood air from soy. He's a soy boy, he's so annoyed. He's a soy boy, he feels no joy. A weak chin, soft hands, a lot of demands. He says it's bad. 
Time to hit the like button, ladies and gentlemen. That was that you got you got your. I deserve a like on that. That was pretty legit. <clears throat> Check the chat more. The trolls are under control. That's why I've been up there in the chat. I think you missed my ten dollar chats at Field of Bears. Let me find it. Sorry, Field of Bears. Not bad, buddy. And I'm gonna be around. How do you categorize? I see. I see. Oh, sorry, I didn't think of this before the taping, but saying that you're worried that it, you might have chopped off your head of an accident, innocent cock would be an interesting tag to the chicken joke. Yes, that is a good tag. I'm worried I, I chopped the head off an innocent cock. Yeah, like one of the chickens, like one of the chickens is uh is like one of those innocent guys. Like that dude from uh, NPR. What was his name? The Prairie Home Companion? Uh, yeah, I chopped off the head of an innocent cock. All right, I'm going to, I'm going to roll out here soon. We're down to 650, uh, viewers, which is nuts because it was just at a thousand. And then it just like went way down as I was doing like some of the funniest shit. I find that very fucking, um, uh, questionable. I'm just not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that. That was a natural downtick. That was a fucking commie move. Yeah, like, there's no way that that just went down like that. Uh, it's your internet. I don't think they left. I don't think so either. Oh, feed cut out for a sec? Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense then. I got the spinning wheel of death. All right, that, that makes sense then. But that's just that's just not, that's just not a, a real amount. You don't lose 40% while you're doing one of your funniest bits. Like, you see, you see that that's a fucking move. All right, here we go. Let's read some more and then I'll get out of here. Some moral to Brazil story. Parents, you must teach your children not to be indoctrinated or used for the commie agenda. Fact. That's why everything starts in the family. If you're thinking of moving to Washington, check out Kennewick, Washington. It's the unsoy side of the state, but it's only 45 minute flight to Seattle. Yeah, well, my wife's family's from uh, 
originally from Eastern Washington. Her grandfather was a farmer out there, the Norwegians. Great deal of impression, love from Cole Bear. Thank you, brother. Hook up David Allen Cole's XXX album. If you haven't heard it, it's fantastic. I'll check that out. I'm always looking for new music. Uh, Big Bear, can you please... Oh, I'm going to start putting all my videos up on all these other YouTube uh, competitors. There's all these competitor... Uh, there's all these competitors out there now. Hang on. I, I speak Owen. When he says, I got to go soon, that means 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. No, but I really do. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go soon. I'll bit you. Yeah. I'm just going to start putting all my videos there as well. I know I have to, Bob, I promise I'll put up the stuff on um, iTunes today too. I've just been so busy. It's been psychotic. But um, yeah, I'm just, because YouTube will be getting beaten soon. I just don't know by who. So I'm going to start, uh, I don't know how Twitch works either. But I'm just, everything I make, I'm, can one of you guys just run that for me? I'll pay you. I can't pay a lot because there's no, because uh, there's no, I don't make money. I don't even make money on iTunes. I just like to keep spreading it. Twitch is live streams. Okay. But start a, uh, start, someone start a, uh, an account for me on BitChute or any of these ones because, because YouTube is going down. It's just a fact. And I'm about to hit a hundred thousand uh, followers on YouTube, which is fucking hilarious. Like that's always how this works. You like, you work hard at something and then. And then, uh, and I got to figure out how to stream on Twitch as well, because Twitch also, Twitch bans the small shit. Oh, really? We need something that doesn't ban things. Because whatever doesn't ban or do this like weirdo, there's, it never, like, that's not real. That fucking graph. I do this every day. I know exactly how this shit works. Not exactly, but that is not real. All right, Big Bear, can you please share Joe Exotic on Twitter? He's a gay redneck libertarian running for governor of Oklahoma who has tigers, which he owns, and his camp videos. Dude, is a legend. Yeah, of course. I hope he's not in the Libertarian Party, though. They've, they've gotten real soy. I don't support the Libertarian Party these days. They, uh, they're for, uh, like, gun bans and shit. They're literally, like, the opposite of libertarianism now. Like, the Libertarian Party's gotten so fucking weird. Hang on, someone just said I missed their chat. I think you missed my... Yeah, it was Fletcher Small. I'll, I'll I'll make sure I run through it all at the end to make sure sure because I think it orders it weird sometimes. I want to send you an email last week with some art I made. This community is amazing. Thanks for the inspiration to move forward in my goals. Oh, I love it, Mindless Mike. Yeah, we're gonna make an app for the bears. It's gonna be called um, the Bear Feed or something. But I've been getting a lot of you guys have been commenting on the videos, which is a great way to communicate me, with me. By the way, is to comment on these videos because I'll those don't get lost. And they typically have at most a few hundred. My email gets nutty sometimes. As to love, that's just the the unbearable comedy email can get nutty. Like my the one that I've had for like years now, the why don't they laugh at Gmail? It's fucking insane. And I use that for like bookings and stuff sometimes. And sometimes I come across as such a flake that I'm like, how the hell do I? Find? I have to like search keywords because the thing about the bears is bears are so active. Like, like the people that, that are in this community are very, they're from all walks of life, but they're very, they're go-getters because that's one reason why they don't like the soy. If this is a pretty like non-communist crew. And the thing about individual driven people is they will like write to me and like do shit and make art and all this awesome stuff, which is what makes this community so rich. With that being said, I probably get more emails than like Amy Schumer and she's a giant movie star. Because I think a lot of these people are, a lot of fans of these like big names are just fucking mindless. 
They're just like, I was told this person funny, so I'm going to go watch. And then I will go to sleep. Someone pay me for being alive. Jaeger, Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up To Be Cowboys. Uh, Waylon and Willie, that's a great song. Bob Dylan's vocal ability is equivalent to Bernie Sanders' economic policy. Hilarious, Trigger Bear. But do commies instead of cowboys? I know, but I, I got to wrap it up here soon, I think. Zimmerman, Can't Sing, Worthless CRP. I don't know who Zimmerman is. I hereby monetize your stream one penny short of five bucks, just in case. Thank you, Vertical Bear. I think you missed my $15 chat. I definitely will not miss that one. That's very generous of you, my friend. And uh, I always make sure, I try to uh, read every one of them because I'm, I'm so obviously grateful and honored that you guys super chat me. It's crazy how many people don't read super chats. Like I've super chatted people on YouTube and, and they, they just like, they just fly by. It's crazy. I get it though, I guess. Hi Owen, I want to be verified as Smarty Bear. Love your stuff. Love you too, Smarty Bear. Welcome. Isaac was also part of the promise that Abraham would be the uh, father of nations. He had to be able to give that up if God asked him to. Yes, totally. And I think part of the, the problem we're seeing in leadership is uh, a lot of women aren't good at making those really tough calls because they're, they're like the maternal instinct of like taking care of toddlers is not the best when it comes to like, uh, you know, government policy. And you see that in Sweden and Germany and all these places where they, they won't make those tough calls and say, no, you, you I, I don't care if you're fucking starving. You can't come in this country. And, and to be father of nations, you have to have that. And there are some women that can do that, obviously. But in general, they're not as good as men at it. It's just to be able to cut it and just get, go, no, you, you're going to die, dude. To, because we're going to save two more if you die. Because you're not part of this nation. I have some stuff you left at the uh, barrack. Oh, barrack. Oh, barrack Nimmer. That's a great one, uh, Nimmer. I have some stuff you left at the place. Oh, cool. Well, what did I leave? Just let me know. I love, uh, my philosophy day-to-day -day one should look at their own inner weakness. So to improve matching their harmony with this universe's vibration. That's intense, Landon, Dr. Bear. Have to think about that one. Oh, here's Fletcher. I'm a high school freshman who recently got diagnosed with anorexia. I'm working on recovery now, but finding you has helped me through these times. Society crap led me to stop eating. Thank you. Yeah, you have to care about your. You have to care in this world, and I think a lot of the society stuff is making people nihilistic. Where it's like, what does it matter anyway? Like everybody's full of shit, and I'm glad I could help. But um, because I, I think a lot of people are facing those type of things, like the the self destructive tendencies of. Uh, of people in a world that's top down, you know, your help shouldn't come from the federal government. It should come from your family, your church, your community, and then your city, then your state, then the government. It, it's, it's the reverse of what it should be. And I think there's a lot of young people that, that are almost like, like you Fletcher, uh, legitimately almost starving themselves rather than, than facing this nihilism. But a lot of it, life has been a lot worse for humans many, many, many times we've gotten through ice ages. So, just um just it just fight through it. Owen, if you come to Indianapolis or Evansville, I will shit on the bikes of all the hecklers. I don't mind hecklers. Just watch out for Eric. If Eric uh is opening for me, he may steal the bikes. It's not his fault. It's genetic. The blacks steal bikes. Oh dude, I had one of the best uh I can't remember which night. I did uh I did the bike song. 
only one show in Chicago. Because some like some people go to several of my shows in a weekend because I, I change change them up so much. And uh and I did like one night, it was a rocker. It was just that nigga stole my bike. <laughs> I just was kind of riffing about that whole process I had with that nigga stole my bike and, and some white girl being like, well, at least you said, uh, like nigga. I mean, at least you, it was just an A and I was like, oh, I can't say the other one. That nigger stole my bike. <laughs> Cause the whole bit I'm working on is, um, uh, why can we say rape and not R word or cancer, not C word? Because I was arguing with someone on Twitter about that and they were like, well, black people are a marginalized community. I'm like, you don't think rape victims are a marginalized community? I'll tell you one thing. There isn't a black person in America alive right now, unless they came from Africa, that has ever been a slave. But I'll show you a lot of women and, and men from prison that have been raped. So if you say rape, that that may do more. If, you, if your argument is PTSD or your argument is feelings, that definitely does way more damage. Or cancer. You ever love someone who died of pancreatic cancer? It's fucking horrifying. So if someone says cancer, that might put them right back in that hospital room. So why not C word and R word? Oh, because there's a scam going on. And I'm like the I'm a good person to uh to make this fight because I genuinely am not a racist, which is the funniest part of all this. It's like show me where the fuck I've ever like like actually said some ignorant shit like that. And no one can. And that's why it's such a devastating, I'm, I'm such a, uh, a devastating person to argue with on the PC stuff because a lot of the left's argument is like, oh, you're just looking for an excuse to say the word. I'm like, show me. No, I'm not. I just said it for no reason, just to piss you off. Like, show me one time in my life or career when, when I've done that. And then the bid is going to become... You know, we wouldn't we wouldn't have had to fight the civil war if we just owned N words. If America just owned owned N words, because the history of slavery is so insane. Because it, it it's been a world institution for tens of thousands of years, and the first people to end it legally were white Christians. <laughs> and now everything's blamed on the one guy that ratted out that it was evil. And that's what happens a lot of times in, in this world. It's like the one guy that says, "Oh, I think our neighbors like molesting its kid." It's like even if you save the kid, that guy gets like lambasted by the community because they're like, you made me feel bad. You know, the person that sheds light on a, uh, a monstrosity in, 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 um, in society, it's the second wave of people helping, like the Meryl Streeps, to get all the credit and the... And the can you... Uh, hey, uh, Amy, are you around to grab George? And the second wave in the community... That, that gets all the credit, like the Meryl Streep's and all these people being like, we're here to liberate women. Well, the well, the one that actually did wasn't invited to the Oscars. That crazy lady. You know what I'm saying? It's so ironic. 
$2 and it's gone. See in Kirkland. Thanks, Cameron. I wonder if you can play, if you can pay someone to set up a stream and chat on your website so it's uh, safe forever. Also, I don't know where, but I heard John Oliver's a rapist. Hilarious. I randomly just said John Oliver's a rapist to show how easy it is to start a rumor. And it's so easy to do that. You just, it's part of the 12 rules for uh, radicals by Saul Alinsky, where if you just repeat the same shit over and over again. When are you going to uh, doing bear gift package opening? Maybe I can do that tonight. Lots of people don't like Dylan, man. Oh, what are you guys talking about with Dylan? Twitch is CIA funded? Really, Island Bear? Oh, and go on Island Bear's site, the uh, unbearable, unbearable's fam, unbearablefamily.com. Is that it, Island Bear? To register your name. And that way, when everything uh, shuts down, we can all find each other again. I'm a, I'm a retired cop. I will do it. Oh, what are you guys chatting about? IRL is available on Twitch, but they're going bad. Abraham Lincoln joke needs to be on the internet. Oh, yeah, I'm working on that new Abraham Lincoln joke. But I don't want to rush it. I want to get things right before I put it up. Oh, yeah. Can someone talk to Delaney about getting me that footage? Because he recorded all of it. Just uploading everything to Pornhub because it's the only non-censoring platform. That's hilarious. That could really be the... It's... God, what's happening in this world? It really is. It's like, I thought about that once. I was like, what if people put their comedy on porn sites? Because, like, porn clips will get hundreds of millions of views. It's so interesting because sometimes you have to think outside the box like that. Ironically, that's a funny way to put it. But uh, I, I prefer not to do that because, you know, it's kind of weird. But there has to be a site that doesn't censor. Vimeo doesn't ban anything. I know, but it's not going to become – Vimeo isn't going to become um, a destination site as much. Unbearablefamily.com. Thanks, Bad News Bear. Uh, bear community that actually, yeah, porn have bear community. Yeah, that's uh, that could go sideways. Laughing and wanking, and porn sites will start banning you for not being fake. That's hilarious. I bet they would. How I could see that happening. I, I think the next uh, the next wave is going to be like SJW porn stars. Eric already securing the footage. I'm crashing Minnesota. FYI, awesome. Yeah, crash, dude. I'll get you a room. I don't know if I can pay it much, though, this time. Uh, I kind of broke even on Chicago, but no, I made some cash on Chicago. I did. Because you got to have you got to have gold to bring home to the woman if you're going to be gone. That's like, oh, I want to know where I'm going to be this weekend is uh, Erie, Pennsylvania. And I think it's already selling out Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm in a comedy club in Erie, Pennsylvania. Uh, tons of disappointed bears who open your vids. Oh, I know. Steal a bunch of peeps from... That's hilarious. SJW porn would be boring because they'd have to ask for consent every 30 seconds. I'm telling you, it's coming. It's going to be like, you know, this video is for Syrian refugees. Like, I, I read an interview with uh, one of those uh, ladies. She's like one of those older legendary ones, like uh, Anne... The hell's her name? Lisa Ann. She had an article in something, and she was talking about like how how much she's done for the black community, and I just couldn't stop laughing. Cause she was doing uh like an, an interview in like a normal 
place. It wasn't like a porn thing. And I was like, are you seriously going to act like you're a civil rights person? She was on Jim and Sam's show. Oh, I didn't know that. The Bear Jew has a missed super chat. Missed super. Oh, I'll, I'll read the Bear Jew. I think you've missed my super chat. Bear Jew, I got you, man. I got you. Uh, hate speech porn already exists. I knew it. Because the more ironic, the funnier it's going to get. Eric is the shit. I like you more after every comment. Oh, Eric's great, dude. Yeah, I introduced you, all you people to Eric. Never forget where you found Eric from. All right, where's the bear, Jew? The gold is how the Viking stole my wife seems worse than uh, nigger stole my bike. The gold is how the Viking stole my wife. Yeah, no, I know, right? If you think about the, that, that's one of the reasons I love the Viking stole my wife is the morality of it is way crazier. Like stole my wife. All right, where the hell's the uh, the bear, Jew? I don't see it, Bear Jew. I'm in the normal chat. Just tell me, Bear Jew. I'll read it. You missed Eric's super... No, I read Eric's super chat. Are you guys... Are these trolls? Uh, Mrs. All right, I'll go through the super chats right now. But just, Bear Jew, will you just write it? You've written me twice up here telling me to read it down there. Yeah. Chaosity. Oh, you guys are now just going to... You're trolling me, right? Or no? I'll read the whole... I'll just go through it all again right now. And I'll bring in George, too. Uh, Eric's wedding, the bear. Just ignore those trolls and move on. Where's my eerie show? It's on my website, hugepianist.com. And also, get my new special, hugepianist.com. Uh, all right, let me read through these. Professor Bear read Jonathan read it, Illinois. Uh, it's an idiot. Oh, read that, read that. I don't think I missed any. Just give me one second. And I'll maybe... Yeah, tonight I'll open stuff. Sun Shock, Scottish Guy, Working, Much Love, Penis Joke, Sorry Show, Democrat Socialism, Above Saying, Herbie Bear, Lady Bear, Saudi Arabia, Assassin Priest Lawyer, Jesuit, George. Thanks, for, by the way, George. That was very generous of you. Achilles Seal Segway, Armenian Bear, Martial Lives, uh, Napoleon Dynamite, What do you think of Logos? Mudgeon Bear. So, so is Chaosity really a troll? I've always liked Chaosity, even though I get like pissed at him sometimes. If he really didn't super chat me, I'm going to be kind of pissed. It's crazy that we pretend regarding infringing some Lindsay, Kirkland, Will, Sam, Community, My Assault Weapon, Baron. Stress Have you read it? read it? Glad I could catch you live. Not gonna have his door. Cool. Oh, this one, George. I made I made my own coolest monkey sweatshirt. That's great, dude. I want to make a coolest bear in the woods or coolest bear in the forest. I might sell those at my website. Thank you, Brad. Uh, Jolly Bear, Fletcher Small, Brad, Landon, Relish Philosophy, Eric, Barrack Nimmer. Smarty Bear, Isaac, Piano Advice, and Channel Shadow. Anytime, Dead Eye Guy. Oh, here's one. Reform Bear, are you considering homeschooling? Yes. Definitely in the uh, early, early. Like five, six, seven, eight. And then uh, then school. But I think uh, I think five's a little early for, for school. On New York City. Oh, here's Bear Jew. 
All New York City area bears DM me if you want to join meetups. Yeah, Bear Juice great. I hung with him all night when I did New York. He's wicked intense, but great. Uh, check your chat more. Trolls are in control. Some more of the Brazilian story. Bio Bear. Don't impression. Dave Aaron Cole. Big Bear. Email from Mindless Mike. I'll check that out, buddy. Is, is your email Mindless Mike? Because I can search your name. Dukami, Zimmerman, Maritime. I uh, wonder if you can play someone set up your stream and chat on your website. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Humble Bear. That's a good idea. Curiosity is a bot, says Curiosity. Okay. Well, it's not fun, man. I want to be uh, Wagsco Bear. I am a retired police officer injured on duty. I can help with Twitch, message Google Hangouts, Wag SCGO. All right, man. Can you email me? All right. So you're wag scgo at gmail. I I I'll, I can take I'll take any help I can get. I need a bear name. Is bear being available? Welcome, bear being. Jager bell taken. No, Jager. Welcome, Jager bear. Uh, yeah. So I got to all of them, and Chaosity had not written me. So he was just trying to troll me. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's super hilarious and everything. But that just wasted like 700 people's time. But that's cool. All right. Owen is so weak to trolling. He doesn't get it. No, I do, Michael. I used to be a heckler to Renaissance Fair. I know trolling so well that I think it's really dumb. Like, I used to be in a wall with people would pay money to throw tomatoes at my face. And I would have to figure out how to get people angry. And I knew because I would get paid for it. And I figured out how to do it. It's people's Achilles heels, kind of like the name of uh, this episode. It's, uh, hang on. Who's nice, Westside Bear? I trust you. No, but it, it's it's funny if that's the context. If not, it's like, okay, so if you like me as a person and uh, I now have to read through all this shit while all these people are hanging out for no reason. Like, you don't get paid for it. You don't, like, it, it, the joke isn't as, as great as you think it is going to be. And um, I just think it's dumb. It's just like a fucking stupid, it's just like, okay, well, that's, that's another, uh, no, Owen is nice. So we trust the chat, right? Michael just said, relax, man. No, what? It's so weird. I, I don't know if people were just raised bad where it's like, oh, how come you didn't know that? Like, cause everyone had that friend growing up where, where they'd like go to shake your hand and you go to shake their hand and they just like punch you in the balls. And they're like, how did you not see that coming? Like, how did I not see that coming? Because I, I assume you're not going to do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, uh, how did you not think that I was just going to punch you in the balls when you, when I reached out for the hand? It's like, uh, I don't know. Right. Someone said trolling is sack tapping. Right. But it's not in person. So it's not as funny in person. It takes balls to just like kind of sack tap. But on on um online, there's nothing I can do back to you. So there's no balls in it. You know, like a sack tap is like, okay, you just hit someone in the balls and now they're right there. Like they're right in front of you. And it has to be funny enough where the whole group laughs, where if I hit you back, I'm the dick. There's like a whole reason for that type of thing in a um in a um in a group of men. 
But like, kind of like when you guys were saying like the audio is bad and I just keep getting pissed. That's just a waste of time. It's not really like funny. It's just like stupid. Dude, I used to be on the show punked. Like I professionally punked celebrities. Like I'm telling you how it works. <laughs> Michael said Stanhope would agree with me. Well, I'm, I'm friends with Stanhope. And I highly doubt that he would think that just. I don't think that there's a lot of comedic value in just wasting someone's time. All right. Doesn't matter. All right. I'm going to play something pretty. What do you guys want to hear before I get out of here? The Bear Jew, sorry for making you nuts. I'm going to text to see if I can help everything. No, you're not making me nuts, Bear Jew. Would Amy mind if I text her to see if I can help with management and scheduling? By the way, go start your day. Um, yeah, just text me. She's uh, She's got a lot on her plate. I'll play a little Amelie and I'll get out of here.
some more chats. I'm really feeling the music right now, though. <sighs> I'm sorry I yelled at you, Cassidy. I know you're just being funny. Fletcher, while you, while you were going through it, you read my name but didn't read the chat. I'm sorry for being pushy. I thought I did. You're the, you have uh, anorexia, Fletch, right? Field of Bears, before you go, here's a reminder that socialism always ends in starvation and genocide. Also, I need an idea for next month's art contest. Everybody let Field of Bears know. Hey, Owen, you should uh, also get Minds.com account. It could be the next YouTube, and we need more voices like yours on there. I'll check that out. A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. Is that... I'm making my way downtown. I don't have a bike because 
my friends with Eric Nimmer. Uh, you should end your streams like this every day. Beautiful. Oh, thanks. Uh, ear candy on the keys today. Thank you so much. A big, burly gay man is called a bear. I did tell my friends that I was going to a club in the city called Thrust to hang out with bears. I find that hilarious. Loved you and Eric at the Chicago show. Thanks, buddy. All right, I'm gonna close. I'm gonna do one more song, and I'm just in the uh, normal chat. Oh, A Wall Nation's a good song. So it's um, play dance of the sugar plum fairy. I don't know that one. Uh, I, I everyone keeps wanting the. Oh, Time to Pretend's a great song. It's like. I'm feeling rough, I'm feeling raw in the time of my life. Let's make some music, get some, make some music. Find some, find some models for wives. This is our decision to live fast and die young. We got the vision. Now let's have some fun. What if I could mix that? The models will have children. We'll get a divorce. Find some more models. Everything must run its course. We'll choke on our vomit, and that will be the end. We'll fade it till pretend. Sound, sound is kind of muted um, and compressed. Yeah, I don't have my uh, microphone with me today. I'm just I'm doing the best I can. Let me see here. Maybe there's uh, filters. Filters. No, no filters. My favorite church song. Which one's your favorite church song? Oh, what do you think of the double standard of women sleeping with underage boys? Is okay. Uh, it's all nonsense. Play doing the best I can. <laughs> uh, someone want an unchained melody? Is that what I want? It's a. Uh, oh. Uh, I'll, I'll do Mad World and then get out of here. I, I definitely have to go. I just really missed the piano. When I was on the road, I didn't really... I find it kind of funny, I find it kind of sad, 
I'm dying are the best I'd ever had. I find it hard to tell you. Someone has like. Hit the like button, share it, and uh, my new special, hugepianist.com, where you can also get tickets to um, Pittsburgh and to Kirkland. And thanks to everyone who hung out and watched. Today was a fun one. I know I went way, 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 way longer than I thought it was going to be, but what can I say? I love me some bears. Peace.